Hey, it's Brandy Love, and when I'm not having sex on or off camera, I'm listening to PornDirectorPodcast.com. Recorded live from the San Pernando Valley, it's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry, bringing together all walks of society from around the globe to one perverted home. The Porn Director Podcast, starring award-winning and veteran director Sal Genoa and the purveyor of the DSA and the king of drops, Khan. Porn Director Podcast is brought to you by SalGenoa.rocks, AdrianaChechik.com, and AdamandEve.com. Follow us on Twitter at Sal underscore Genoa and at PornDirPod. Search for us on iTunes, Stitcher, Vid.me, and YouTube. Also, now available in true cinematic video format at our website, PornDirectorPodcast.com. Sign up today for your membership. Let's talk porn. That was the right intro. Thank you for that, sir. Uh, you know, tonight's one of those magical nights again. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited. I, I, I've said this over and over again, and I'm just going to say it again. When certain people show up to set that day, you're like, oh, thank you, Jesus. She's on time. She's cool as hell. It's going to be a great scene. She's going to get her check, and then she's going to leave. All the components to an amazing day. Um, uh, let's go through our little rigmarole first. Shall we, Con? Was that a palindrome? No, it wasn't. All right, just remember, please, adamandeve.com. Go to adamandeve.com and put Sal in the promo code, and you're going to get that gift. You're going to get those DVDs. You're going to get whatever they're offering that month, okay? So go there, put uh, Sal in the promo code. Support them, support us, and if you're going to get anything, they have like 18,000 things to choose from, go ahead and pick it out and then put Sal in the promo code. You will get the deal of your life, okay? You hit that right on beat. I was a musician. Uh, don't forget also, I'll do it again. Watch. Saljado.rocks, adamy.com, Twisted Visual. Don't forget about Twisted Visual. All the things you love from nice, fancy, loving stories to dark, twisted, sick as fuck shit. So go there, twistedvisual.com. Also, porndirectorpodcast.com, at porndirpod, at sal underscore genoa, facebook.com, slash cun.pdp. Here it comes, ready? Search for Porn Director Podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, and email con or sal at porndirectorpodcast.com. And don't forget about the video feed. Here we go. Right there. There we were. Good shot. All right. So tonight, oh, uh, I'd put her on uh, my favorites list because of a million reasons. Shot her a bunch. Um, I want to talk about that scene we did so long ago. It was so fucking funny. Where you had to make fun of uh, Dana being fat or something. You remember? Oh, that's and like my favorite scene. I love it. <laughs> and you kept saying fat, fat, fat. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to go deep on you right now. Okay. We actually do that around the house once in a while. I'll be like, fat, 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 just like you said. Okay, well, James and I do it all the time. Oh, good. Yeah, I call my cats that. I'll be like, fatty, fat, fat, fat. <laughs> but for some reason, that stuck out of my head. Now, the beautiful part, I had a uh, friend of mine visiting <laughs> mm-hmm. that day. Um, oh, and, yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> never been on a porn set in his life. So Dana is like walking around naked, and she's like, hey, how's it going? And he's like, it's going great. And he turns around, and he's like, you, she does she does I go no she doesn't care so he loves it and talks about that scene to this oh, day good. I can't even remember what it was for anyway I don't. so let's welcome to the show someone that shows up and you say thank God Chanel Preston is here yay hello hello <laughs> anywho <laughs> OMG that's true because the other day we did some Metro stuff and mm-hmm. uh 
and you had a big funny story. You're like, what is this for? And like you said, you got kind of tricked into like, remember you said you tricked me because you don't tell me what it is. And then, and then like it ended up being a massage thing. Remember that? Yeah. Okay. Tell so me the story. I show up to set cause I'm at, I'm at the age in porn where they're like, I guess we'll put her in MILF stuff. Oh, you're over 19. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like it. I'll admit it. I don't like being Oh, that's milf. interesting. I'm just not. I'm not ready mentally. Right. And I've fallen <laughs> and I can't get up. That's how I feel. This will go on every all time night. I go to set. So I get so I get to set and it's some new guy doing the behind the scenes footage. So okay. He's like, "Can I interview you, Chanel?" I'm like, "Yeah." So we sit down. He's like, "What's your name? What's your Instagram? Tell me your funniest MILF story." And I thought, "Why?" <gasps> and I was like, "Oh my god!" It's a MILF movie. And I got really upset. I was like, "Is this a MILF movie?" And he got really like, didn't know what to do. And I was like, "My!" And he's like, "Well, the title will be MILF, but the scene has nothing to do with MILF." So on set with you, he he denied it. He's like, "That scene is not a MILF scene. It's going on the web. It's not MILF." I'm like, "That's not what you told me." Guess what I saw tweeted yesterday? Oh shit! What was it? That movie, like <laughs> MILF's bushes or something. And it was that. Movie. You're right. It wasn't. He's a liar. Okay, let, this brings. Uh, let, let's open this wonderful can of worms because uh, the fans at home will be interested. You don't exactly know sometimes what the fuck you're shooting. Is this correct? Correct. Yeah. Wow. Like, I know who I'm shooting with. Right. I know what type of scene. Like, is it vaginal? Is right. it anal? And obviously, if it's like a feature, I might get a script. Right. But a lot of times I just go to set and I get there and they're like, surprise. Well, on, on behalf of the production <laughs> side, on my side, sometimes we don't know the title of the movie. Right. <clears throat> but... 80% of the time you do? Do you think you were you think you were coerced into a MILF role that you chose not to? Is this possible? I think it's impossible to <laughs> to like control or even try to not be a MILF because of that. I'm like, telling you, but in our industry, 18, 19, you're a teen. Uh -huh. 20, you're a MILF. Yeah, well, it's, it's also the fake boobs. Uh, you know, and, and there's nothing it, wrong with that. The, I like my fake boobs, but if so it means we. I'm like a mom. <laughs> Well, then I don't like them. Uh. But I don't think people are purposely trying to trick me. Maybe Mike was that day. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just one of those things where you, like, you know the people. Like, I know who I'm shooting with all the time. Right. I show up to set. I'm not, like, confused about what I'm shooting. I'm Which like, is another Ugh. another thing, okay? Because you, you you do great work outside of the industry for the industry. And, and uh And we'll get to that in a sec. But it seems like everyone thinks, and you can back me up on this or say I'm crazy, Everyone in mainstream media thinks you are thrown to a bunch of wolves every day. You don't know where the location is. You have to find it. You have to ask some guy in the street where it's at. You don't know who you're working with. You don't know. And that is absolutely not true. No, it's not true. I, If I am ever concerned or have a question, I will ask. Like I'll ask my agent. Right. But most of the time, I'm never concerned. So I know the basics. Well, so you know mostly to, everybody that's there anyway. Yeah, I you know, know everyone who's there. I've worked with the company so many times that I know what to expect when I get to each company. Like, I know if I shoot uh, for Wicked, it's going to be a feature. I know who's going to be on set. I know if I shoot for Metro, it's going to be right. like this. Like, I know what I'm doing, so I don't ask more questions than I have to. I'm not going to make my agent ask if it's a MILF scene every time. <laughs> yeah, is it a MILF scene or what? But the me. other day I did tweet that I was raising my MILF rate <gasps> and lowering my teen rate. Oh, that's in great. In case anyone wants to hire me as a teenager. Oh, that, it's, it's I'm a very porn director, cheap. That's a very that's a porn director podcast <laughs> exclusive, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Um, 
so it, because you do such great work, I want, we'll get to this, but I'm, I'm building. Um, okay. <laughs> so what do you think, why do you think mainstream media does this? They, they, they make porn girls victims. And in reality, because you know, uh, Khan's been around long enough now to know, when I see you, I go, fuck yeah, Chanel's here. This is great. Like, like nobody is ever victimized on a set. It doesn't happen. Maybe if it's a low grade company and some guy that's trying to troll you into a right. fucking hotel room. Contusion. We've, uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> Can we edit that out? Um, and that, so, but, but like, it's, it's so professional. I don't think people realize that. Were you ever in fear ever? No, no, I'm never in fear. If the- I, I'm sorry, can you get the mic closer to your mouth? I'm sorry, there you go. Now I feel you're like good. it's so loud when I'm. Th- it's fine though. It sounds it fine. Good. I'll bring your volume down. Okay, here, there so. we go. Right. No, I'm never. Uh, I'm. I'm never fearful on set. Uh, we aren't victimized. I mean, of course, there's different tiers of the industry, just like mainstream industry. I mean, how many times have people been victimized in mainstream? Like all the time. Anytime yeah. there's an industry where people are like just. Uh, like dying to become famous and they're willing to do anything there's they're gonna do that it happens in sports even right. i mean people take advantage of people all the time in these types of industry but i i almost feel like it's actually less so at this point in the porn industry i mean because it's smaller because you're gonna have sex anyway but <laughs> right <laughs> yeah so you well you're gonna have to have sex with me you're like oh i'm, I'm hired to do it anyway you're like i know exactly. uh Duh. i was told that was on my paperwork exactly. yesterday but but i i i <laughs> I, I, I love what you do for, for and we're going to get to that. Um, but I, I like your look because you, you, you're trying to, you yourself are trying to back and support the industry in a positive way. Yeah. So are we. So I love having you on to ask those questions. Like there, there are no victims. How come, you know, I, and I remember talking to Spiegler. He went on a show with um, Sasha Gray and, and he's like. Uh, Dr. Phil. Did he went on Dr. Phil He too? went on Dr. Phil too. And, oh, he's, and he said the way they cut that was so wrong from what I said. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And 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 uh, Dana did a thing for ABC. She said they cut 90% of what I said out because they go in with an agenda to make the industry look bad and they're going to get that. I do. I cut and edit shit all the time. Not like that, but they're going to get what they want. Well, it's not interesting if it's just normal. If the girl's normal. <laughs> Ugh. I know, but like, let's just fucking show some. It's ridiculous. And the thing that I tell people too is that in acting, in sports, there's actually a lot of training. And in, in most jobs, there's a lot of training. Like in mainstream, you have agents, even though you have some scummy ones, there's sort of like a way to do things. In porn, there is no training manual. And uh. girls and guys who are young are just thrown into it and they have to kind of fend for themselves. And so sometimes bad things are going to happen, but not because it's a bad industry, but because they aren't given the right tools to succeed. And so that's what needs to happen is the performers would have better experiences if they're just given the tools to succeed. But right now they're kind of just thrown in and they're like, well, either you succeed or you don't. And some people figure it out and some people don't. And it's not, anyone's fault necessarily it's not like oh this industry is so terrible it's like really great but if you don't know how to navigate it it can not be so great so what do you what do you do to help would you say not knowing how to navigate it meaning you're obviously not going to be able to navigate it if you're popping xanax every day and doing stupid shit right right (laughs) well if you get involved with the wrong people you start doing drugs um you you're not really sure of what your boundaries are you don't know how to say no you don't know how to ask questions 
Um, there's a lot of things you need to know about yourself in order to have positive experiences in the industry. And no one's really teaching people that. It's sort of like some people figure it out on their own and some people don't. I always said this too. I always said there's a business side and a party side. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> when I first started, I calling somebody. when I first started, um, you know, if I was at Vivid and Vivid had parties all the time. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I, I, I don't drink. He doesn't drink. We don't do shit because we're athletes or whatever, just because we choose not to. But uh, I would be there like, oh, my God, there's all these Vivid contract girls. There's alcohol. This is growing a great life. But I also said, OK, if I save my money, mm -hmm. holy shit, I'm making a lot better money than my friends are. I'll just take the business side. And do, do you see that with people? There's a party girl side and a business girl side. Yeah, I definitely think a, a lot of the party girls kind of fall into it. I uh -huh. would say like they just happen to meet someone and they're like, all right. Uh, um, the rap star boyfriend, huh, Con? Yeah, <laughs> they kind of accidentally tripped into it you know and, what i'm saying <laughs> whereas me when i get in i was also a little bit older i was 23 or 24 and i got in with the mindset of like i'm gonna make a business plan this is my business oh wow model. i'm gonna make this happen that's cool i don't know if i would have been that way if i was like i wish it was cha-ching <laughs> have you have how's your business plan going i'm saying like so many years later have you stuck to it or you it's it's well, it's changed a little bit. It's was anal on your business plan? Yes. Yes, that's what I'm talking about, huh, Tom? <laughs> yeah, it was. From the beginning. <laughs> I definitely didn't... Uh, I mean, as far as the advocacy work I do, it's kind of... That's been a little unexpected. Yeah. So it has kind of changed a bit. But I, I'm happy with where I'm at and what I've done. And... Uh, yeah. Let's chat about that. Okay. Let's get to it. You are, if I'm not mistaken, you're the at Chanel Preston. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> ChanelPreston.com. Nakedwithchanel.com. And her Instagram is Chanel Preston. C-H-A-N-E-L-P-R-E-S-T-O-N. Let's talk about APAC, shall we? Okay. Explain it to our fans that have no idea what the hell that means. Well, APAC stands for the Adult Performer Advocacy Committee. A group of performers started it about three years ago, and we decided that something needed to change because a lot of people were speaking on behalf of performers, um, and we were like, okay, we need to step up and we have a, we need to have a voice because people are speaking on our behalf. They have no idea what they're doing. Some of them aren't even in the industry, so how do they even know what's best Mike for Weinstein. us? <clears throat> yeah, and a ton of other people. And so we're like, let's let's change that. And that's how uh, this organization organization was formed so three years later we've been heavily involved in legislative work we've been trying really hard to help performers uh, have access to the tools they need to succeed um, we offer education we offer panels on anything from how to do your taxes to oh, wow. how to navigate relationships being in porn um just things Wait, like how do you do that <laughs> I still don't know. <laughs> you don't know. I don't know. Khan doesn't know. It's all crazy. Well, it's It's been interesting and fun. And, and it, you know, we, we think performers, we just want to give all performers the opportunity to have um, a successful career or positive experiences. And a lot of them just need support and guidance. And Now, is APAC trying to unionize or just no no okay no because when we first started we were like okay what's wrong with the industry why are we in the position we're in and we said that 
the reason is because performers are uneducated about the industry as well as sexual health. Mm -hmm. And so we weren't really concerned with like unionizing and making these demands like performers need more money or performers need this. We we're like, let's yeah, the crew let's, needs more money too, let, for fuck's sake. <laughs> we were like, let's give them education. Let's let let's make sure that they know what they're doing. Um, that that to me is more important at this point. Maybe in the long run, when performers are really well educated and trained and they know what they're doing, maybe unionizing is the answer. But right now, I don't. I just think the education part is is awesome. Yeah, it's a I great don't. Start. You don't yeah. need to be a union to educate performers right. about the choices they're making, and so. I don't think that's important right now to unionize. We'll stay a nonprofit organization. It sounds cooler anyway. <laughs> you can have a .org then. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, talked about some of, some of the issues that you're, you deal with besides, I know, you're going to deal with all the prop stuff too, right? Or that would be more Free Speech Coalition. No, we do deal with that. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you said you had Susie on. She gave us buttons right oh, there. Oh, buttons. I know you got one already. I do have one at home, and I have a sticker on my wallet. Um, so she probably told you all about Prop 60. Yes. Okay. So, What's your take on it? Um, I think it's, I hate it. I hate Prop 60, and I want all of your listeners that are California voters to vote no on Prop 60. And I know that a lot of people are like, well, what about the performers that want to use condoms and want it to be mandatory? That's fine, and I respect that, but... The answer to that is not Prop 60 because it puts performers at risk in other ways. So you're just basically trading out one risk for another. Ah. So it's not really the answer. So yeah, I wanted your take on that. I really did. She explained it wholeheartedly and it was awesome. We got great feedback, but I wanted your take on that. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's, I, no other industry can you, can you sue someone for not doing their job. Unless it like you know affects you personally, but yeah. you know you watching a porn and you see that no condom is used, and you could sue them. Yeah. How come we can't sue UPS and FedEx for not getting our fucking packages there? Right. But that con. I mean, that's absurd. <clears throat> right. That is absurd, and and people don't understand how the industry works, and they're like, oh, HF is claiming it won't. When did you performers. turn into a nut bar? Is that is that for Weinstein? <laughs> <laughs> or <Yeah>. me? <laughs> no, it's just in general. It's just an overall Chanel. Just an overall. <laughs> <clears throat> it's just it's just absurd and it sometimes makes me laugh how absurd it is but you know california voters aren't all going to read the details they're right. going to read the title which is like safer sex and porn so why not all right let's get to the juice now okay, okay. i wanted to because you're you do a great job over there apac and i wanted to uh let you speak your mind but to those Fucking perverted son of a bitches that, that every week have tuned in for years and we love you, our little PDP soldiers. It's time to ask Chanel the great stuff, huh, Con? I think so. Let's talk about where it all began. Okay. Uh, Con always likes to, we've done this show so many times, I read his fucking mind. He always likes to wonder, and back me up here, sir, were you sexually promiscuous before the industry? I actually wasn't. Oh, she wasn't con. No. That's fucking But I mean I was blasphemy. like I was a I was an adventurous person, but I wasn't a very sexually promiscuous person. But I think I just Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't for any reason. I just What, what draws like, you to the, Sorry, if yeah, you're not, were you a horny girl? 
was I a horny girl? Okay. But wouldn't I be promiscuous then if I was like always horny? No, no. you could just masturbate. <laughs> oh, I could just masturbate. I mean, I still masturbate a lot. That's not answering our questions. I don't know if I'd consider myself a horny girl. How old were you when you had your first orgasm? I was 16. It's about av. Mm, it's about Is that average. average? That's, that's yeah. actually kind of a little young. No, not anymore. For first orgasms. No. Well, not oh, anymore, first I agree. orgasms. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. First time having sex that's not that young no, anymore that's like 12 and 13 i don't nowadays. even know what an average age for i was orgasm 18 is. and i was like feel like i'm ancient you know yeah. i don't i mean do, do people really know that that answer that's a very good question like I, what's the f- average age of your first i would what do you think now i think it's 40. 12 13 14 for, real? for orgasm though oh orgasm no much yeah. for women much higher yeah, yeah like i don't even know what yeah like 18 19 20 i, would, I almost want to say later like yeah some of them even later yeah but I mean, there there's not so much stigma around sex as when myself and Sal grew up. So that's true. Now women can ago. be like, "I'm gonna have sex the way so, I want to have sex." Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, it's it's interesting because I grew up thinking I learned in my health class in middle school that women hit their sexual peak at eight at thirty. And men hit it at 18, right? So this is what I learned. This is what I was taught in class when I was in middle school, 1987. So fast forward to nowadays, I'm on the internet and I'm reading, you know, uh, articles. And one of these articles pops up and it's all like, you know, women hit their sexual peak at 30 folklore, you know? And I'm like, oh, I remember that, you know? So I go and listen. I go and and read the article. Well, it turns out it's not that they hit their sexual peak at 30. It's that they're not worried about what people are going to think of them at 30, right? So they're not worried about... Because, you know, a girl doesn't want... When I was, you know, 16, 17, if a girl was having sex, it was like, that girl fucks, you know? And and then she had a bad reputation and and she got slut-shamed and and all this stuff. Well, there's not so much slut-shaming anymore. It's now I call it jealousy shaming. Um, (laughs) But back then, the slut-shaming was really big. So women who are sexual were were repressing it, you know? And and they were like, no, 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 I can't have sex. Even if they wanted to have sex, they didn't have sex because they didn't want the stigma and they didn't want to be shamed and this and that. And, you know, they didn't want everyone in their town talking about them. Right. Nowadays, people, younger people don't give a fuck. You yeah, know? they don't. They, hey, like, Kim Kardashian did a sex tape and Paris Hilton did a sex tape. And, I, yeah, it was like, even, hey, I want to be like them. Even when I was in high school or in junior high, I don't remember. I mean, slut shaming obviously was a thing, but it certainly wasn't to that extent that you're saying where I think that was like, I think maybe my yeah. my but, um, but, peers were like, they're, they were on the verge of like just going at it yeah. finally. So... Uh. I, what what we learn now is it wasn't that women were peaking at 30. It's that women were allowed to enjoy sex at 30. How do they determine yeah. peaking? Yeah. What does yeah. that mean? I don't know. Like men peak at 18. Yeah. What, what's peaking? Levels, yeah. Hormone levels? That Probably. seems like kind of. No. Like 18? Well, menop- no, menopause is way beyond 30. Yeah. Yeah, it was 50, 60. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, pe- peaking at 18 seems kind of depressing like you're downhill from here yeah, yeah. <laughs> test levels drop I'm, after yeah. 18 I'm have fun finally in college and it's all down yeah yeah, from yeah, here. yeah yeah i got out of high school fucking like a madman now i'm fucked because i'm in college i don't know we- i was always curious like i wouldn't say i was a horny girl but i was certainly like a curious girl 
And that's mm. probably why I got into the sex industry in the first place. Because I started as a stripper. And that ah. was solely out of curiosity. I was wow. like, whoa. I was like, this look at this seedy world that no one knows about. I mean, they know about it. But I, I was like, I want to be in it. Wow. I want to like check this out. So I did it. And then it, it was turned cool. you on. I liked it. I thought yeah. it was, well, I was really fascinated by it. Well, good thing you were fascinated by serial killers because that would have been a different turn in well, your I life. Well, I always <laughs> say, like when I watch shows on serial killers, I always think, oh, I'd be so dead. Because that would be me. I'd be like the girlfriend. Ah. I was like, I, I like him. He's great. <laughs> and then I, I'm dead. Are you queuing that up? I, God, we've done so many shows here. <laughs> oh. I thought you were busting out the. Which one? The, the, for the serial killers. Oh, yeah. I was. Uh, Kind of looking for it. See, there you go. Too many shows. Um, <laughs> what, what, let's, there it is. How do I know the drops you're going to do now? This is fucking... <laughs> right. What am I thinking right now? It's like three years later. <laughs> you're thinking you got a fart? No. Uh, not in front of Chanel. That would be uh, embarrassing. Uh, and I get yelled at it enough already. Uh, anyway, so let's talk about the girl-guy experience. Were you first with girls experimenting or were you with the guys first? For um, just in my personal yeah. life, I was certainly with the guys. Ah. Like I didn't even think about girls really until I was like a young adult, like in my twenties. Oh wow! And I dated a guy who was really into swinging, mm -hmm. and I was like, mm. "You dated Con?" <laughs> He's like, "Yes." I haven't swung in years, <laughs> but you'll try again anytime <laughs> you can. So he kind of got me. Uh, into trying how a does lot a guy approach a girl who's not into swinging where he's hey hey I, I know about this party and i'd like to take you to it well i knew that he was into it because he was actually he was separated at the time but he was still married and part of you kinky little freak you <laughs> look at you swinging with people that are separated chanel preston oh come let's end this one i can't take this anymore he had told me that a story about like them trying to swing and it didn't really work because he was like cool with it and she was funny with it. Do you so think he, this was sympathetic to get her in her pants in Chanel's pants. No, because he was very blunt and 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 he would have just said, "I want to ah, get in your pants." Nice. He may have even done that, and I would have been like, <laughs> I actually thought he was just the weirdest person initially. Okay, but that's what I liked about him. <laughs> you know, I'm learning this about you because we've never had such one-on-one -on -one time. I'm learning, Con, back me up on this maybe. She's, she's very exploratory and, and can be really enthused enough to just jump into things. I think so. I Swinging think I, and... She likes to experiment. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Is this true? I, I, well, I just like, I like things that I'm not familiar with. Or, or weird things that like, well, go. People what? are weird. I'm like, she's you're never so... seen my cock. That's true. I, I wonder if she's, she's exploratory about your penis. She's never seen my cock. No. So. That's not exploratory. <laughs> exploratory enough. I've seen like a billion cocks. <laughs> oh, stop! Not to say I would ask you to put it away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very did nice. take it out. Okay, okay. Just she would it want to explore it when you took it out. <laughs> just not exploratative enough to. Get it out. Is that right? <laughs> right. Like if you took it out, I'd be like, that's funny. He right. just took out his cock. She laughed. She said it was If funny. I wasn't <laughs> spoken for, it would have been done. But the shock value, like like yeah. she said, it would have been funny. You know what I'm saying? If I pull mine Not out. funny I, looking. There's a I, difference between funny and funny looking. If I pull mine looking. out, I hope to God she'd be like, oh my God, that thing is insane. But I might. I don't know. I might be pleasantly surprised. I'm sure your man seems. No, here's the great thing about me. I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down okay. just to give you a little information about me. Like, you know, like I walk around at 140 pounds, so I'm not a big guy. Right. I'm I'm 
middle-sized and skinny, you know. But. Uh-oh. What? But <laughs> because of my size, uh-huh. what I got looks bigger than it really is. Oh. Right? Wow. So, like, every girl I've program. ever dated is like, wow, you're really hung. And I'm like, well, I'm actually just a little bit above <laughs> average, but it looks good on me. You, you know? know who else says that? Who? James. He does? Yeah. He's like, it's really just medium size. I'm just a small guy. Yeah. Well, James is definitely bigger than me. Is he? Yeah. No. We'd have to stand next to each other. That's wow, true. let's get that going like, on. Hey, James. <laughs> Come stand back up, to the show again. Stand up. We, we got to do a little, <laughs> a little <laughs> a comparison. comparison. You want to do it on camera? Then James can get the video feed and check it out and <laughs> compare. Yeah. I'm sure he's down for that. He has nothing People else pay going five on. bucks a month to see that, <laughs> to right? To see James yeah. and Con's dick? Why not, get it man? Up. Yeah. James would be like, hold on. Okay, I'm hard. I'd be like, right, give me give me a little while. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Give do do we have any lube? Can, I, can we put some porn on? Minutes. Give me five minutes. Give me five minutes. Uh, I, I just need five minutes. Oh. Five more minutes, please. Well, we could have the great American cock off between you and James if you choose to make I'm pretty decision. sure James, James would win. Actually, I could just ask my girlfriend. She'd, oh, be, she'd probably be able to tell yeah. me. She's, yeah. I'm going to text her right now. She's worked with both of you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Who is your girlfriend? Oh, some bimbo. Oh. No, I'm joking. <laughs> My my girlfriend is uh, the person who sponsors this show. See if she was paying attention. I heard, oh, Adriana Chechen. There you go. Oh my gosh. Because I heard her name and yeah. I thought she that's uh, odd. she helped buy all the mics and everything. These headphones mics and headphones. Because I, I was like, that's odd. That, I was like, that's a weird sponsor. Did yeah. she just come in here and be like, I'm going to sponsor you? Well, I was she like, bought or do they switch she it? She bought almost everything in the studio. Which is <laughs> she, nice. bu- she bought a lot of stuff in the studio and was very sweet about it. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm texting her right now to ask her. Um, this is compare. a pair. This is very. Let's see. What, I'm, Con, you might win. This, yeah. I don't and know. then if you win, then, you should then start Chanel would be totally intrigued. Yeah. And she's very experimentally exploratory. exploratory. What the fuck I'm talking about? It's been one of those days. <laughs> um, all right. So why Khan is finding out if his dick is bigger than your mm-hmm. man's. Uh, let's go to your first guy experience. Where was it? When was it? And and were you the driving force or was it the guy? That drove? I had a really generic first time experience. I mean, it was... Like at a, and it wasn't even at a party. Yeah, it was. It was like a party. Oh, yeah. I was like intoxicated, but it was with a really good friend of mine. Oh, that's cool. And me and my best friend actually lost our virginity to the same guy, but Jesus. it was okay because he was like one of our best friends. Wow. That's hot. Let's call him up. <laughs> well, he's dead now. Oh, <laughs> Wow. Uh, rest in peace. There goes the fucking move of the show. Thanks a lot, you know. But I don't, like, I hardly even remember it. Well, I'm telling you what, I don't know the guy, but he's a happy man, wherever he's I at. didn't have, okay. Taking maybe your virginity? This guy? I, I don't know. I was going to oh. tell my virginity story. Yes. And it's not, it's not like. Okay, I am definitely one. not bigger than James Dean. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I'm, she, okay. it's nice that she's honest. No. Definitely not, she said. <laughs> Did she say definitely? Like she, she said no. And she's like, are you pulling your dick out? And I was like, no, I'll tell you later. <laughs> she's like, are you pulling your dick out? <laughs> um, can I tell my Virginia story if it's not a very sexy one? Yeah, sure. It's not sad or anything. It's funny. We like reality here. Okay, real. Okay, we're, we're about bright. the real. Okay, well, this is real. So I lost my virginity. It was like a party. It was with a really close friend of mine. I don't really remember it much. But so there was like a bunch of people around you cheering you on? No, I think by this point, there were people in the room, but everyone was just fucked up and passed out. Oh, wow. By this point. 
I mean, no one said anything to me later. Like, hey, I heard you fucking yeah, Kyle, yeah, yeah. you know? Hmm. And I feel like they would have. Like, they were all friends of mine. So, <laughs> days later, Uh-oh. I go to pee and I'm peeing blood. <gasps> and I panic. Because, you know, I lose my virginity. So, I have no idea what to do. And I'm like, <gasps> and I'm freaking out. But I just ignore it because I'm scared. And I don't know what to do. Wow. So, then it goes away. And, like. I don't know how long later, maybe a week or two weeks later, I get really sick. Really, really, really sick. And I didn't really think anything of it. I just like really bad flu-like symptoms. I mean, I was so sick that my mom found me in the bathtub like with vomit all over myself. Wow. And Dr. Rick wasn't even around back then. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And she's like, okay, I have to take you to the hospital. So she takes me to the hospital. So sexy. Keep going. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it gets even better. Oh, God. So... I'm in the emergency room and the doctor probably told my mom what was wrong with me. She was, they were like, she has a really bad kidney infection Holy shit. from having a really bad urinary tract infection. We got a bleeder. <laughs> so my mom was like, oh, she had sex. So <gasps> while I'm like half dead in the hospital, she decides to like ask me 20 questions about <laughs> what happened. And she was like, where? when with, with who? who why but and i was like mom oh my god i'm so sick stop and i was like horrified and embarrassed because i'm like in the hospital for almost a week wow. because i had sex that's some dirty that's dick a down. great first story <laughs> so i didn't way. have sex for a year because i was terrified you're like, like every time i have sex i'm gonna end up in the hospital yeah i was so scared wow. i mean did you even enjoy it i don't remember yeah. it so probably i don't know i don't think well so. that would be a no if I don't even remember it? Yes, that'd be a no. I don't, can you enjoy... If if you don't remember it, did you not enjoy it? Yeah. If well, you don't okay. hear the tree fall in the forest, did it not make a sound? Okay, okay. Well, so, so there's some good Confucius things right there. If a tree falls in the forest, what's the sound of one hand clapping? But the third one that most people don't know about is this, okay? If there's a man in the woods alone and he's talking and there's no woman around to hear him, is he still always wrong? Oh, oh. <laughs> give yourself a fucking cheer for that one. I, I think Asa tweeted something months ago about that. Like, if I had sex in the woods, did it really happen? <laughs> no, no. I, it's funny that you say this because um, I always meet these people that are like, oh, my God, I had so much fun in Vegas. I blacked out. I don't remember anything. Yeah. I'm like, how can you tell me it was fun? They're like. You just Everyone know. told me it was fun. No, you just, I've had plenty of fun experiences. You know, I'm like, if you I, can't remember having fun, then you didn't have fun. But when you're young, like when I was young, I loved partying. Like I fucking loved it. To and, blackout. And if, yeah, like whatever. No. I mean, <laughs> oh, uh, like that to me was like so much See, fun. I don't get it. And you're right. Now it. that I, like, now that I think about it, I'm like, that's the stupidest thing like, I've ever heard. Why you grew up a little bit. I want to remember life, you but know? at the time, like I can think of many instances right off the top of my head where I had blacked out throughout the night and I remember it just being a fucking blast. Because it's almost funny because there's a point. But there's nothing funny about it. You're right. Well, here's the thing. This is when you know you grew up. You want to end bit. up yeah. in the hospital again? <laughs> there's you're a crazy. point when you love to party and you wake up and you remember things you did and you laugh. You're like. <laughs> but then the hangover And then in, you know? there's a point like a few years later where you wake up and you're embarrassed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's like. But you did the same exact things that you did before. But you know what I hear a lot too? It's all like people. I, I'll, I'll be like, why do you do this? Like, I don't. I don't drink. And it's like, I'm always like. 
yeah, drink, get your buzz on. But like, why go to the point to where you're not going to even know what's going on? It's dangerous mm-hmm. in so many fucking ways. It's dangerous. And then how can you tell me it's fun? And I get like an answer like, well, people expect me. They know I'm the party person. And I'm like, that's a horrible reason to do it. <laughs> they like doing it. Yeah. They do. Because okay. I liked it. I don't drink anymore. I don't do anything. I'm so boring. But there was a time where I was a very exciting person. Well, we all go through it. The thing is this. Let me get philosophical. We all go through it. It's can you get out of it? How about ah. those people that are friends of yours? I never went through it. 30, well, 30, 35. <laughs> it's, coming, it's coming any day. 30, 35 that never get out of it. Like yeah. our friend that we know that used to live here. Uh, yeah. And it never goes away. And you're like, dude, you're 32 now. So you got to slow down. No, you're 35. So I think we all go through it. <laughs> right. And either you go, well, that's stupid. Or you're still doing it. And you're that guy that's in his late 30s that's still going out. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, they're like hanging on to that. Exactly. Yeah. And Which just... is a whole other fucking atmosphere of conversation because what are they hanging on to is it the youth they had things are crazy is there an addiction problem whatever it is but you got out of it i'm like that was dumb i'm kind of glad that's over and you never yeah. did so yeah i certainly got over it fast but, but you're right it, when you don't. ask yourself you're like how did i know but yeah, i feel like i know like i know it was a blast i don't remember so because funny. i do remember some points in the night See, because like i can go right, so take for example i was in big bear this weekend okay and and i i wakeboarded for the first time in 20 Ooh. years i did very well thank you very much um <laughs> and like right now i can sit here and i can think back to the feelings i had on the wakeboard how much fun it was my my emotional state while being pulled behind the boat and like going okay i'm gonna try for this trick or i'm gonna try for that trick and, and I remember it, and mm-hmm. I remember the experience, and that's what's pleasing to me. So I don't understand. Here's, the, here, yeah. here, I'll try to explain it oh, uh, with a story. And okay. now let me just remind the, 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 the listeners that I don't do this anymore. <laughs> Again, I'm very <laughs> boring. Disclaimer from Chanel yeah. Preston. Go ahead. So when I was younger, I went out on Cinco de Mayo, and I remember having a blast at this Mexican restaurant, and they were playing like that song Crazy by... Uh, Gnarls Barkley, like wow. I remember it to this day. And I was like, this is amazing. And I took like a pure hit of like MDMA or whatever, it's MMA, whatever it's called. Molly. I mean, Molly, <laughs> yeah. And I, so it was, it's like, I remember how much fun I was having before I blacked out. Mm-hmm. So well, Molly won't make it. It's sort of like, oh, MDMA shouldn't make you black out. I was. You did something else. Yeah, or mixing some Well, I took a whole bunch of stuff yeah, okay. later. Because I remember being in a different place in the bathroom taking something else that I took out of okay. my pocket. <laughs> but I remember blacking out randomly throughout the night. Like, But every time I re- remember things, I was having fun. You want to get high? <laughs> <laughs> but now you look back and you say, oh, sweet Jesus, I made it, right? Yeah, well, I do. There were many is- situations where I was like, that's... Well, that's and some, dangerous. Yes, like Con said, you just said... It's See, I, I'm just so... Like I've seen so many people just spiral down. Like people are like, why don't you drink or why didn't you do this? And it was like in middle school when everyone started drinking, I quickly figured out I didn't want to be those people. You know, like it was it was really weird. Like I just I remember driving with friends yeah. at this pivotal moment in high school, senior year, driving with friends like I'm too fucked up to drive, you gotta drive. I'm like how much fun are you having when yeah. you can't even drive a car? Get the fuck out of the driver's seat so you don't kill me. I'll drive. Yeah. Oh fuck, thanks, man. I was I'm fucked up. I'm like 
whoa, I could have died that night. Yeah. But but like, what is the, where's the fun there? You're a retard. I, I'm from Alaska. And so people love to drink in Alaska. Like that's the thing to do. Yeah. yeah. You drink. You drink a lot. And smoke weed. Yeah. And do heroin now. So I've heard. No, yeah, oxycodone, baby. Oxycodone. Well, now it's like straight up heroin, yeah. which it wasn't like that when I was there. Back and, when I was a kid. When I was a and, kid, it was, there was no heroin. And king cat crab fishing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing like a good heroin nut of king crab fishing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we could go off on that. I just have these Alaska. Big, big questions. But, uh, what part of Alaska are you in? Fairbanks. Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. That's the second largest city in Alaska. In it case is. you're wondering, Sal. Con, you are just a man of knowledge. <laughs> Con, yeah. I think we should take her down a little. Speaking of Alaska, we have a little segment on the show. It's okay. award winning, by the way. It's a little way. more oh. tropical. It's called Porn Island. So say okay. you're, you, you, did you have a boat growing up in Alaska? Um, at one point, yeah, yes. Okay, so you have this boat and you're cruising along mm-hmm. and you get a hole in your boat and you're like, ah, oh, shit, I'm going to die here. Oh, wait, there's a silhouetted, a mist enshrouded island and you're like, what? you're looking and you're squinting and you're like, oh my God, there's, there's four guys on that island. Fuck, I may be stuck on that island with these fucking guys for the rest of my life. And as you get closer, they're all male talent. <laughs> Who would you pick for your porn island? Oh, you set that up so nicely. I've been doing this for 150 some odd episodes. He's done it over 150 <laughs> times. Okay. Well, now I'm getting really deep. Like, and I could say w- the vo- I could say the boat was a Vespoli boat because they actually make boats. The Vispo- Vespolis yeah, make boats. Yeah. Um. God. God. I'm trying to think how many times I've been stuck on airplanes with male talent and who I've I'm sorry. been fine sitting next to. Mm. But now you're stuck on an island. You're going to have right. sex or barbecue or right. you and four male talent. Four. Yeah. I'm going to. Okay. One of them is going to be Ramon. Okay. Because he's hilarious. Yes, I agree. And Ramon? No matter. And he's strong and he's right. big. He like fix I your he, boat. He could fix my boat. He could like make me a hut with big <laughs> trees. Okay. And all of these guys, of course, could fuck me. So that's Ramon. we'll just like, you know, get that out of the way. Um. Oh my, my God. Okay, trouble. and and <laughs> I, well, I have to choose James Dean. Who? James. <laughs> I'm also going to get James. The hairy Dean. guy. <laughs> so hairy. Anyway, his dick is bigger than mine. <laughs> That's right. That's been a, a verified. It's been confer- verified. Confirmed, I'm yes. gonna have to tweet it at him. You know who else I'm gonna say, and you're gonna be really surprised by this. Uh, and this Randy is, Spears? This is only because I've been stuck with him on airplanes many times. Ron Jeremy? And we always get into these like really odd, deep conversations. Oh, and no, I, kind I already of know like who she's going to say. It? Who is it? Who? You Ev- don't. Evan Stone. No. Okay. Everhard? You're going to laugh. Okay. I'm like embarrassed because you're going to laugh. Bill Bailey. I know Bill. Okay. Wrong with that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you sometimes you got to get that horse by the reins. Okay, Bill Bailey. Um, I have one more. Yes, yes one more. James, Bill, and Ramon. That's a fucking island right there. You can barbecue and get all fucking crazy. Okay, one more. Um, you can teach James how to shave like I did. Anyway. God, this is hard. I can't even think right at the moment of no, a bunch real? of male talent. You got one more. I yeah. got, any um, era in their prime. Yeah. Oh, any era in their prime. Somebody grew up watching? I didn't really grow up watching like male porn stars. Well, you should have been. What know. else are you going to do in Alaska? Give me a fucking break. I don't... Uh, I hope when we segue... It has to be one that makes me laugh hysterically. Who makes me Dude, laugh? Evan would make me laugh. Actually, Evan does make me laugh. 
Is that your choice? Yeah, that's my fourth one. Okay. That's a good island. That's a good island. Yeah. Because Evan... Okay, I heard a story I don't, uh, before we get to the second segment of the show. But um, I heard a story of like... So Evan travels to, I don't know, let's just use Costa Rica okay. to shoot a scene. So all the way there, he's telling the story about in Costa Rica, there's this... Um, this ape gorilla that got loose and, 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 and it's, I might be fucking this up, but the whole point is there and it got loose and this folklore that it's around where we're going to be. And people are like, Oh, that's weird. No, it's a fuck. Like the gorilla was abandoned, but now he's trying to kill everybody. And they're like, that doesn't make any sense. Day three of the shoot mm-hmm. middle of the night. He breaks in in a fucking gorilla outfit that he oh, brought. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. Dude, that's, he that's set commitment. That up. That's yeah. commitment is what that he is. He packed a fucking gorilla suit to pull off this whole gag that he started the minute they got on a plane. Wow. I'm like, that's classic Evan. That that's You know, commitment. whenever I'm going to spend a certain amount of time with Evan, I always think that he's the type of person that'll be really annoying. Like, oh, he needs so much attention. He's right. trying to be funny all the time and he's going to be annoying. And every time I'm around him, I think he's hilarious. Like, I think he's so funny. We, we did the charity like, he event. isn't annoying. Like, I think he's going uh, to he's, be. When we did the Venus Lux charity event, uh-huh. uh, I was doing camera and I saw you there. I'm feeling somebody like rubbing my ass and I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, it's a charity event. Who, who? And it's fucking Evan. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I don't know. What are you doing? I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, so let's say Ramon fixes your boat. Okay. And you start to see the, how that music's cute. Yeah, Bam! Yeah. See how we fucking yeah. sync up it like this? Except yeah. my dick's bigger. Okay, of course. Maybe, yes. I don't know. <laughs> we'll verify that later, Con. So uh, you, swim <laughs> Once away, I leave. you swim away. No, you're in your boat. You're I'm fucking boat away. paddling paddle away. away. And it fucking, Ramon fucked up. Because he couldn't quite understand what you're saying. And it <laughs> blows open again. Big hole. He was too busy yerking off. Yes, yerking. Okay. And when I'm not yerking off. <laughs> So you're like, oh my god, I'm sinking again. Wait, the male porn star island's way too far away. Holy fuck, what is that island? You smell like pot roast. And you're like, well, this is great. There's a crock pot on there. And you get closer and it's four. Oh, look at you, little smarty farty. (laughs) Five female porn stars on an island that you'll have to be stuck with. Any era in her prime. Why did you choose five? Because it's my show. Make it it harder for you. Um, I know a few of them off the top of my head. Uh, This is great. Hold on. But you didn't know the males. You're like, you're right. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. Uh, Actually, one of them would be Dana Vespoli. Okay. I know her. Yeah, we kind of have bonded. We bonded initially um, from a yeast infection conversation. (laughs) And I just feel like we've liked each other ever since. Well, I, she's been generally mentioned in conversation about how it, what a joy it is to have you and work with you. And I think like she's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, she's fucking funny. All right, who's uh? Uh, certainly Dana D'Armond. Oh Christ! Can you imagine? Can you imagine an island where D squared Evan Stone like swims over and he and D'Armond on the same island? You'd be stuck with those I don't know. guys. I would think they'd fight oh a lot for God. some reason. Oh yeah, Dana would be crabby as fuck. She would be like yelling at everyone. But that's, I just ignore her. I'd be like, yeah. Okay, so you got Vespoli, you got the two Danas. Go okay, ahead. I have Vespoli and the two and Danas. You got three more. Oh my goodness. Okay, um, who have I, like, surprisingly just fell in love with? Because I'm always surprised when I fall in love with anyone. <laughs> I'm like, oh. That's a bold statement. That's a surprise. Um, any era. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh my. Christy Canyon. Oh, nice. Yeah. That was my, that, nice. she taught me what, how my penis worked when I was a child. She's so nice and awesome. I like her a lot. She's, yeah, I like her. Okay, so two more. Yes, yeah. ma'am. 
feel like I'm wasting time. No, the music's still going. It's all good. Okay. Two more. I know I'm going to be thinking about this on the way home and be really devastated that I didn't choose Do you want to, like, call us and change your vote and we can somehow match You just tweeted at us. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I think that Christy's the only one from a different era. Okay. So I'm... Oh, oh. Oh? Um... Wow, I just drew a, I just drew a blank. Uh, she's a realtor now. Oh, I know Raylene. Raylene, I love Raylene. Wow, this is like a really besides Christy Canyon, it's like the most cynical female island what, you've what's ever. What's funny is you say Raylene because she was when I first started. I started in '99, so mm -hmm. she was a vivid girl, and that was great. my era. We became great friends. She's awesome. She actually helped me get into a bunch of houses. But uh, funny she mentioned her because she really has a has a good uh, sense of humor. Yeah, I got I I was roomed with her one time, and I had no I, I mean I knew who she was, but I'd never spoken to her. And I walked in at like 4 a.m. and she was already there, and she'd gotten hammered the night before, and she was like freaking out because she thought she was pregnant. And that's that was like my introduction to her. Wow. And I just loved her ever since. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, wow, that's a great island. You got wait one more. She got one more. I do have one more. Oh my goodness. Raylene and Christy Canyon. That's fucking great. And oh. Vespoli and D'Armand. Well, that's a strong-ass island. That could be island of the year. I think that's just... That's... It is a strong-ass island. <laughs> I'm write that island down. That's a good one. Oh, my God. I don't... Okay. I'm. You know what? I'm going to choose another funny girl. Okay. I'm going to choose Asa. Oh, God. I don't think Asa would choose me, but I'm going to choose her. She makes a lot of girls... She makes island. a lot of girls' islands. Yeah. Is it... What? Why? Is it because she's funny, though? Yeah, and she's just kind of like... A big name out there right now, and, why would and you, she's wait, hot. Is and that she's why you successful. Be stuck on an island with someone because they're she's smart. She's, she wrote a really funny book. She's you know? so famous. I want to be stuck on an island with her. No, I want to be stuck on an island with her because I just think she's hilarious and clever. That's a great island. Yeah, a very a unique mix. I can dig it. I mean, dig it. <laughs> <laughs> it that, that's a good. That was a good island that's mix. Because hmm. sometimes it's like it's predictable. You know, you're like, yeah, I knew you're gonna say that. I'm 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 liking my islands. In wow. fact, I wish, I wish I had those two islands that I could swim between. Have we ever come? To, have we ever done that thought about like the best island of the year? No, no. But that one would definitely be up there. That's a cool yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, would yeah. always be the ones where you and I decide to do one like last minute. Yeah, yeah. Those exactly. would always win because those are the important islands. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, let's let's segue into your adult entertainment thing. You were stripping at the time. Were you stripping in Alaska? No, I was stripping in Hawaii. Wow, you've lived. Wow, let's go from fucking butt fucking cold to tropical. It's actually not that far off if you look at it on a map, That's like true. compared to California. No, it's it's you know? only a five-hour flight. Yeah, I mean, and it's Alaska. not uncommon. Is it un not uncommon for Alaskan natives to want to go to Hawaii? Actually, there's a lot of Hawaiians who go to Alaska to fish. Yeah, Did it's true. Notice, yeah? Like there's like a little swap going on there. But yeah. when I lived there, They're I didn't swingers. notice because they weren't in Fairbanks. <laughs> yeah. They were mostly on the coast. Uh. But um, the, yeah, I, I ended up there kind of on accident. I didn't even want to be there. Did you just end up in you Hawaii? You didn't want to be in Hawaii? Yeah. I, I mean, I actually didn't really like, care. like, I want to go back to my mountains and snow. I didn't. I ended up there because the my best friend had moved there a year prior but I was dating a guy. I was in a relationship. So I was like, well, I can't move. And I also can't afford to move. But then once I broke up with him, I was like, fuck it. And I just left. Oh. And then I was stuck there for six years. Wow. Stuck Horrible. in Hawaii. Yeah, stuck I know. In a lot of people feel like they get stuck, though. They mm. feel it's a stuck feeling. I had to sometimes. go there once, twice in one year for work. And uh, 
I, like Khan said, I honestly liked Europe better with the vineyards and the castles and the. Yeah. It, I know. Sounds I I had a blast living in Hawaii. I love it. I miss it, not because it's Hawaii, but just because of the people I knew and the experiences it's, I had. It's but very small towny. It yeah. is yeah. even in Honolulu, which is the big city. It feels it has that small town feel. But I was always trying to leave, like always from the moment I got there. I and feel you were like, stripping there. Yeah, that's awesome. But not I not until like four years in. Did I start Now, stripping? was the Navy the best customers, like payday on Navy Day? No, we didn't get a lot of military. Because oh, okay. the military, they are on the north the um, north side of the island. The and North the, Shore. Yeah, although they do come down. That wasn't like, you know, if a military came in, it wasn't like girls flocked to them. Oh, but okay. each girl had their type. Like, I had a type. And if a... Fat s- Samoan dudes? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. A single Japanese man came in... Oh. Th- that's what I wanted. If what do you were, mean single? Like not he was with, a loner. Yeah, like yeah. not. Sometimes they would come in in groups. Like it was like a business. Right, they're like yeah. yeah, and they're like you know that was like no. Or they'd come in with girl like Japanese girls. That also was no. Um, Shit, never and, knew. Yeah, yeah. The Japanese girls were crazy. They would be the ones that you'd have to like call security. That's on. why they're the best in bed, you know. Because they were like trying to finger your butthole on stage, and you're like, whoa. So? <laughs> and they're like crazy and drunk and it was hilarious that was chinese sorry <laughs> this show is so wrong sometimes <laughs> we're a little politically incorrect yeah. we try and be real cool but then we blow it sometimes. you blow it anyway uh single japanese men mm-hmm. that was your thing oh yeah because they love white girls and you took yen that's and right and if i <laughs> If I was blonde, it'd be even better, yes. but there aren't a lot of blondes in Hawaii. Like our friend G-Con. Yeah. We have a, a Chinese friend that's uh, friends of the show and always, always texting me, what's up with blah, blah, blah. And he's just listening. They're always, they're they're always like, blondes. Where's Carter Cruz? Was she shooting this week? Bree Daniels. And it's just like, I, I know he just, I know. It's, it's, yeah, they love the blondes. There was one transsexual dancer who was blonde. That's all I'm going to say. Cool, thanks for coming. She, she was the only blonde <laughs> dancer. And the and the Japanese loved her. I don't know. You could see where there'd be like kind of a conflict there. Like you yeah. go and you love blonde women. You're not really like ready. That's interesting. The club like, would let a trans in there. I, that's a fascinating oh, they're too. big in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, uh, well, because I mean, I could go to like a, a club in in Vegas, and unless it was a specific night, they'd be like, no. We the don't reason want any is trans- because in um, Polynesian culture, that's actually a really big thing. Like in certain islands, um, I don't remember off the top of my head which places, but they'll actually raise boys as girls sometimes oh, yeah. if there aren't enough girls. Well, they need more chicks, huh? But the moment it's completely culturally accepted, um, but the moment they start like selling their bodies. It's like not accepted mm, that they are. That's women, fascinating. Even though they were born with men, as men. Yeah. Like, so in lots of Polynesian cultures, that's the case. So in Hawaii, that's, there's a lot of them. Uh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. We are learning from they call them. They call them. Mahus. So you're in, you're in Hawaii <laughs> and you get bored of stripping. No, I didn't get bored right, of stripping. So what, how do you Are you segue? trying to tell my story? Yes, I'm trying to. No. So how do you segue? unauthorized autobiography. <laughs> okay, so no what Craigslist ad did you answer? <laughs> well, I actually, what, what, so I started stripping in Hawaii. And, you know, because I'm adventurous and explorative. Man, it's coming out. This is where I'm getting it. This is I'm great. I'm like, you know what? 
stripping isn't exciting for me anymore. I want to be stripping everywhere, overseas. I want to go so other places. So did you have feature dancers coming to your your mm-hmm. club and like? Because a lot of times the girls start as strippers and then they see a feature dancer come in and make ten G's and they're like, Yeah, no, we didn't. If really I do have, porn, I can do that. In Hawaii, they don't really have feature dancers. Yeah. Sometimes they do, but they're only Asians. Like they never have other features that uh, aren't Asians. Not mm-hmm. wrong with that. But I remember seeing a feature dancer and she like wasn't very good. I didn't know. I don't know who she was. To well, this featured day. with the porn girls, it's not about how good they it's, are. Right. But at it's the time, who I was they like, are. I, was, yeah. I don't I don't think they were really well known. Yeah. Um, but I I started dancing in. I got I got with this agency, a dance agency and the agency so like small clubs or not small clubs but clubs in like small tiny towns that you've never heard of will call this agency and be like we need pretty girls so they'd like send a group of pretty girls their way because they don't have access to a lot of pretty women so we'd go in and we'd dance for like two weeks at a time as house dancers and we'd bounce around would you get paid extra for just showing up no, we actually wouldn't get paid. They would just they pay would, you to fly in. Yeah, they pay, pay for, your... for our stay, our flight to be there, but we would make money. Yeah. Um, but sometimes they'd make us be there like all night. Like, yeah. Like oh. a long time, like, long shifts. But it was interesting because they were such small, weird, creepy towns. I kind of liked it. <laughs> it was <laughs> very uh, exploratory. Where's a weird and creepy town that's come into your head? Okay, so the weirdest place I danced was a place called Winter, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And it w- I, I'm not even exaggerating. When I walked into the club, I put that in quotes because it was just a bar with like a pipe, not even a... It was like they got it from a like junkyard. They went to the, the, the hardware store and And there pipes. was like a slaughterhouse. Wow. Um, m- maybe like half a mile away, maybe closer. And you could like hear cows... Holy fuck. Like oh, wow. dying as you walked into the club. <laughs> yeah. And it, it smelled nice. like poop all the time. Did they serve hamburger at this bar? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I probably What did it smell like, Con? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so should I, is this familiar? Does this sound like winter winter, South Dakota? Winter. Winter. Like I'm and you know what's funny? <laughs> is a guy in in Dude, that's sick how you miss those two drops together. I gotta Give you props for that drop. That- <laughs> Look, it's Winter, South Dakota, you know, Preston. Wow, that was the best drop of the year. A guy from Winter actually won the lottery. Oh, wow. He was a winner. He was a winner in wow. Winter, South Dakota. Pardon the pun. <laughs> Did you make good money in Winter? Yeah, because uh, every year they, there's a, they have pheasant hunting season. Oh, okay. So rich men all go there like once a year and hunt birds yeah and like it'll be like business trips why am i driven to do a documentary about this fucking- <laughs> they'll do like business trips into the, the like we're gonna go hunting for pheasants and so that's why a lot of girls go out there wow. but a lot of girls don't even know about it like i knew about it because i was randomly dancing in sioux falls and yeah, i was like yeah. damn pheasant hunting season okay so yeah i did make really good money i mean i was living like in a shithole while I was there, but it's a funny place. I gotta write this down. This is fascinating. <laughs> Winter, South Dakota. And the girls, a lot of the girls were really honky and like, it was just funny to be there. The house girls were a little. Uh, well, there aren't 
technically house girls because that's not a club year. It was literally a bar that's like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of pheasant hunting season. Oh, and make it a uh, make it a strip club. Well, who thinks to hire hot girls because the girls they hired aren't hot enough? Now, was there a specific? Because you know, state to state. It you know, you can go full nude, mm-hmm. but you can't have alcohol, or you can go full nude and you can have alcohol, but you got to be five feet away. And da, da, da. like, what what were the rules that worked best for you? You got to <laughs> well, do a trip in the slaughter. This particular club, I don't think followed any rules because they were so far away from, and they weren't normally. I don't think anyone was out there being like, "You're a strip club and you're not following the rules," because it was such a small yeah. But town. how did they promote themselves? They don't. People just go there to hunt birds. Like yeah. They're already there. They probably just know. Okay. Like, this has been something that's been going on for years. Oh, and so, we just outed them, and, and now the, uh, let's see, who's the stripper regulation? The, the sheriff and winner is going to be like, fuck, I got to drive out to fucking the meat locker, which is the name of the strip joint, because it's right well, by the end. I don't even remember the uh, name of it. I'm going to find out. I'm really fascinated. This is just, wouldn't you like to just go there, Con, and check it out? Like, I just want to go there and smell it. It was so weird. It smelled like poop and cows. It huh? smelled oh, it like smelled slaughtered like... cow poop, poop. and uh, Chanel number no. five <laughs> that all the strippers were wearing back then. <laughs> it was an interesting place. And it had a pole and that had... wasn't even a stripper pole. Yeah, there was, was no way you could even dance on it because it wasn't a real pole. You'd like, hurt yourself. You're going like, to get like, scrape... metal shavings yeah. in your legs. Con, should we do like a porn director podcast live show from winter? South, yeah, South awesome. Dakota. Let's go. Actually, I think pheasant hunting season is like in October. It's coming up. Let's do it. Would you would you like to host that for us, Schnook? We fly you out there <laughs> like a big reunion. Yeah. I think that's that party girl I saw her. All right. I guess we lost. South so you Dakota. got tired of all the dead pheasants. <laughs> so what Craigslist ad did you answer? Well, actually, my <laughs> the dance agent used to do porn years ago. Whoa. She wasn't like really well known, but who was it? You might know. Nikita Cash. Yeah, oh, yeah. That is. yeah. She I was shot her. she was pretty well known. Yeah. Oh was she? Yeah. I thought she only did Girl Girl. That doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Okay. Well I shot her in something for fuck what would it have been? Well long like red light district or something maybe. Well she got me into the industry. Really? Yeah. Who'd she hook you up with? Well, she uh, she introduced me to September uh, with A-List, so she was my agent initially. Oh, wow. And she introduced me to, like, Brad and Jessica, and oh, cool. she, like, introduced me to, um, like, all the big companies. She, like, waltzed me So, wait, me so around. Nikita Cash... Did she kind of manage you a little bit at first? Or? Well, we had a big falling out, so right. it didn't last very long. All right. And to this day, I can't feature dance with A-List features. Wow. Oh, well, there's wow. other ones you can go. Oh, not really. <laughs> sure there is. Yeah, there is. There's like one other. Two. Big... One good one, one semi-good one. We'll tell you. you come on. I, it... I don't know who they are. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I don't really feature anymore anyway. <laughs> do you like it or it wasn't fun? I, you, no, actually, I wanted to feature so bad. Like, that's what I wanted to do when I got into porn. I was like, I can't wait to feature dance. Right. And now I do once in a while, but it just doesn't have like. I used to like be obsessed. I loved it. I loved being on stage, and now I enjoy it, but not like I used to. As long as it doesn't smell like poop. I'm if it smells like poop, that's fine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the fart humor is flying here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We're a very highbrow here. Yes. Yeah. Um. So so she gets you into the biz. Mm-hmm. Uh. She's your agent for a while. She, she like manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. Does she set set? Uh, <laughs> Does she set up your first scene? Yeah. 
Really? Well, she helped. Well, what was that first scene? Who was it? So for? the first, <laughs> I specifically said, I don't want my first scene to be like a stupid casting couch scene where I have to pretend to be really naive. So you worked with Ed Powers. So of course it was. It was with Vivid's brand new faces. Ah, do they even do that anymore? No, okay. No. Yeah, it was Vivid's brand new faces. And at the time, they actually told. I remember them telling me that I needed to act a little more naive. Scared. Yeah. Because you present, because oh god, you present yourself well. Do you know what I mean? You're you're well spoken and you're cool. God, act a little bit more <laughs> naive and retarded, and you're like, huh? But it was with um, it's with Nick Manning. Mm. Where's our cue for dropping loads? <laughs> dropping loads. Dropping loads. Did he sit, did he yell it? You know, I kept th- I kept thinking he didn't. I was like, I don't think he said it. And everyone was like, he had to have. Yeah. And I watched the scene and he did. But at the time, I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't even thinking he about said, it. He said, the fans have spoken. Shooting wads. That's cons. <laughs> That's mine. Like, That's I decided does. if I'm going to be talent. Mm-hmm. What would you say? Shooting wads. So- Shooting wads. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's Nick. Nice. I enjoyed that. Is he still around? Yeah. I s- once in a while, I see him. And I'm like, hey. That was your first scene, though. Mm-hmm. It must have been fascinating. Is that when he had super long hair, like past his ass? No. Yeah. No. It was on its way there. It was yeah. Kinda... I don't remember. It certainly wasn't that long. I would have noticed that. And it was a casting couch kind of thing, and Nick was trying you out for the business? Is that what No, happened? I mean, it was basically like the camera guy that was like, hey, We're never you're like so that. sexy and Ooh, you know what? I have a great guy for you. And then Nick comes in and we have uh, sex. Like Nick wasn't involved otherwise. It was basically like, right. that was the first time I'd even met him or anything. I was like, hello. Hi. What's your gawk, gawk, gawk name? <laughs> uh, I always say that. It's always comical to be like, how, when you first saw Nick, how long did it take before you even knew his name that you, his dick was in your mouth? That's fascinating to me. It is. I think about it still to this day. I like to explore that, Con. I'm very exploitative when it comes to the time period of, hi, I'm Chanel. Gawk, gawk, gawk. You know what I'm saying? It's weird because in, I don't find it to be weird. Like when I talk about it, it's weird. Right. Other people would think that's really weird. But I don't think of it as weird. And you're like, hey, so-and-so. And you do your makeup. You don't talk yes. to them. And then you just go yes. have sex. And yes. then afterward, you're kind of like besties. Yeah. Wow. All of a sudden, you're like, hey. And you're like talking. And you're we like, should totally hang out. Yeah. <laughs> and even like, with dude, girls, though. We'll go to Cantor's tonight. Yeah. It's completely like that. It's not the same afterwards. You're not like, okay, bye. Like, yeah, yeah. But enough with me anyway. All of a sudden, we're like really good friends. But as we spoke of, you know, you're victimized. You're victimized into this first scene. Uh, after the first scene, when you're driving home, always a question of con of mine when you're driving home are you like fuck yeah i'm down or like that's crazy i don't know if i can do it oh no i was down i was like ready you know why that's why <laughs> I, you know what it is i like performing like i like being on stage i right. like performing i like that it's fun to me so right when he was like action i kind of just did it and i was like yes yeah, it's fun i did that with dancing too i was fucking did you terrified. have an orgasm no no no. Wow, that was a hell of a no well, face, Chanel. Because I was Chanel. so nervous. How could I? Well, it's hard to orgasm when you hear some drop some loads. Well, some girls come like just because the whole, because of the nervousness and the like, like craziness like, so of the situation. Yeah. That makes sense. Like, who do we scared. had? Uh, Kimberly Kendall on. She came when when they did stills. Like she's like the guy put it in me and I came. <laughs> like Come boom, on. right in the stills. Right in the stills, she right came. Right in the stills. Right in the stills. <laughs> right in your stills, right I up came. The stills. I'm going to do an internal in your stills. All right, so you're driving home. You're, you're okay with it, right? Yeah. Uh, well, how long till your second scene? 
probably the next day. Oh, you filthy little thing, you. Uh, who was <laughs> and that how with? long before back home finds out? Oh, it was a few months, maybe six months. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a long time. How did everyone take it? Out? My mom was like, ooh, gross, porn. And my dad didn't really talk about it because it's, you know, he's like a guy. He's, it never happened. He's like, oh, <laughs> never so happened. It never happened. But, um, I mean, they're fine with it now. And what about all your friends and stuff from back there? What about all those girls that hated you in high school? I don't know if girls hated me. If they did, I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't have like a hater group. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, you didn't know about that? I know about it. I didn't know. Go to ChanelHaters.com. <laughs> There's a whole group on there. They're like, oh, she's making it. She's successful. She's loaded. I didn't care though what people think i was like yeah i do porn isn't that funny and i'm sure they were like oh my god but in my, i just was like whatever like, whatever yeah so let me ask you a really important question okay will you sleep what's, with me good job god <laughs> what's the difference between chanelpreston.com and nakedwithchanel.com well honestly i don't do much with chanelpreston.com anymore that's like my porn site but nakedwithchanel.com is not porn i know i'm not selling it says it. naked right there i know naked with chanel uh is a website that i have where i blog and i used to do like little videos about sex sexuality and it's sort of like podcasty stuff right, right? it's like okay. a discussion about sexuality um, you got an island on that website? <laughs> you got Bill Bailey on that I, website? I haven't updated either in a while. Uh, I've been busy with APAC. You're an advocate. See I, how I said that right? Yeah. You're, you're pushing the words of advocacy. But I joke that if you want to see me naked, you go to ChanelPreston.com. If you like to read what I write, uh, you would go to NakedWithChanel.com. Here's something real fascinating, and I don't know if anybody's ever picked up on it, but I've already talked to you about this. It's a WordPress website, isn't it? It is. Okay, just uh, making sure I knew. Nice. <laughs> uh, born in Alaska, mm -hmm. lived a lot of years in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Right? Why the Midwest accent? Have we talked? We've talked about this before. Um. So you know Sarah Palin, winner, right? <laughs> winner, winner, South Dakota had a real impact on her. But yeah. what I'm saying is, I, 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 I but Sarah, up okay, a little Sarah, it's Palin. the Canadian influence. No, 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 no. Sarah Palin has a total Midwest accent, yeah. like really strong. And I've noticed for some reason that a lot of people in Alaska have this Midwest accent. And I don't know why. Like because newscasters It's then. different in Canada. Like that, that's not their accent. Maybe it is. No, there's some of it. It definitely bleeds over. Like on the border? Over. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know why Alaska has that. I'm, it's interesting. I'm fascinated by I the don't human like language. It. You know, one time I made a lot of money off Alaskan Thunderfuck. Did you? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I came up, like, first off, I'm not a drug dealer or anything, but I well, came up. Well, you were up, at one point. Yeah, <laughs> I came up with, like, a lot of weed, and it was Alaskan <laughs> Thunderfuck, and it was white. And I just happened to tell someone, hey, I can get this stuff. Let me know if you're interested. Con's known, like, and he's world famous for just saying shit on the show that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Right. Such as things have been his ass and things of this nature. <laughs> but he always, and I appreciate this because he gives it up on this show. <laughs> like I've known him for I, I fucking, I don't know, over 18 years. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I'm like, wow, thanks for letting the world know about your asshole. Con. Well, yeah, he's like talking about how he's like oh, drinking. That's, I, I hate it. It's but, horrible. but by the way, I was a drug dealer. And I, I also owned a bar. What do you know? <laughs> he actually came upon it, Chanel. He oh, okay. wasn't dealing. Got he it. came upon it is what yeah. he said. And when okay. I came upon it, it means I drove up there and got it. No, that's not how it happened. That, that I was, hate it when that That happened. was sarcasm. <laughs> no, it's just like it. 
someone was like, hey, I have this stuff. You know, anyone that wants it? And I'm like, let me ask around. And I, I did pretty well for myself. You know what I did one time? Are we allowed to like just admit these things? If it's five-year uh, statute of limitations. And if it's How a sh- can I believe you? And if Should you I wouldn't trust really that quick? face? Okay, the face with the smaller penis? I did sell morphine <gasps> one time. Is that a Porn Director Podcast exclusive? Have you ever mentioned this in any AVN interviews? No. <laughs> How did no. you get your hands on morphine? My so when I first moved to Hawaii, we had this like <laughs> Let the young, world know how you got morphine. Please, good job. Segue, we Kiddo had Khan. this like young neighbor kid, and he had a whole bunch. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to Alaska. People love drugs in Alaska. Yep. I'm just gonna go because so business. I'm gonna minded. go sell it. But I took it too. Ah. <laughs> How'd that go? Um. I took too many on an airplane oh, one time, yeah. so that was a little interesting. Con, I had an airplane experience with John Strong. I think we talked about it on the show. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen stewardesses spray come out with spray? You haven't. Look at that face. They sprayed. They came out and they were like, Shh. you know why? Because me, John Strong, and the owner of Anabolic were farting <laughs> so bad on the plane that they sprayed. Now, there was a religious group about two miles front that were turning around looking at us. And I had a stomachache. I was crying. Ask John Strong about the fart incident. We went Did to, you guys eat something? I can't remember. Ukrainian food. We went to the Ukraine to do some okay. movies. And uh, on the way back, yeah. I've never. Where did oh. I come up with that? That just came out of nowhere. She I did too it. much morphine on a plane. Oh, yes. Yeah. The plane. So she Thank wouldn't you. have smelled so it. <laughs> you wouldn't have smelled that it. That naturally did you wake segued up? to farts. Thank you. Good fart humor again. <laughs> did I wake up? Did you Did you wake up? Barely. <laughs> really? I, oh. I thought I was going to have to be escorted off the plane. Mm. Oh, that's not good. That's yeah. some legal ramification. But it was fun. Actually, no, that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was not fun. I was just giving a throwback to our earlier conversations. <laughs> Go back that one. Throwback uh, yeah. Thursdays from Con. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So then, now you're living happily ever after in porn and yeah. ad- advocacy. Mm-hmm. How'd you get involved in that? You were just like, these dumb girls. No, I mean. <laughs> I didn't geez. say that. So no. then. They called me. It was like a group of us. Oh, wow. Someone facilitated this whole thing. They called. They were like, we are going to call like the top 15 performers and we're all going to get together. So it's like, all right, influence. just call Spiegler and tell her what we're doing. Tell <laughs> everyone what we're doing. Well, did you show? Okay. So knowing this, knowing that they're, they're picking the top 15, did, did you show up and you're like, oh God, that girl can't do advocacy. Did you do that? I mean, I wasn't, they weren't like, let's choose a top 15. It was more like, let's just choose some, some. Well-known performers because they yeah, have the most yeah, influence. You just call me; I'll give you everybody. <laughs> but I wasn't even like thinking about advocacy. I didn't know. I was like, "Yeah, I'll show up." We'll thinking about morphine on airplanes. I was thinking that, about yeah. morphine. <laughs> but then we kind of <laughs> we all just kind of fell into our places. I don't know. Hey, but you're the you're the you're at the top, right? But I tend to do that my whole life, where ah. I'm just like I'm the leader. <laughs> yeah. I'm alpha female. Well, I, I would put my faith in you for something. I don't know, maybe the island or something, but I don't. Um, Thanks. So, You're a loony. <laughs> um, but last year, APAC had a monumentous thing. Is this correct? When didn't uh, Abella have to speak on the behalf of APAC or did she speak on the behalf of Free Speech Coalition? When uh, I saw it on YouTube, it's pretty cool. And she had to go up and talk about how many times she shot, how much she came up non-positive for any STDs. Abella Danger? Yeah. Um, I, she's never spoken on behalf of APAC. Okay. This must FSC then. Maybe. I, I don't think she's ever spoken on behalf of FSC either. What we've done, I don't know what you're talking about, but I imagine it was like... Most people don't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
I imagine it was like an OSHA board. Ah, that's what it was. Board. Okay, that's what it was. So a, a lot of performers go, and they I just, saw hers. It was very moving. They go, they they go up and they just state like how this will affect them. So they're not speaking on behalf of anyone. They're just like well, I saw hers. It's very moving. I was very touched it, by it. I didn't know if it's it's part of OSHA. You're correct. Was it moving? I thought so. Really? She said, "Look, I've shot this many times." This many times I've had STDs and proved that it really wasn't as bad as people made it out to be. Well, there were about, I want to say like 50 performers there who spoke. So I don't remember. All I remember is I thought it was funny that she said she was the um, best new starlet. Oh, at, in court. <laughs> She's like, Judge is like, yeah, my name cool. is Bella Danger, and I am the best new star. I just thought it was funny. Some fucking jurors <laughs> like, how the fuck is going on with her? And then another juror said, dropping loads. <laughs> we should hashtag that con. But there were like 50 performers there. A lot of the OSHA things, we have a lot of performers go out and just speak about, you know, their experiences. On so stage. how close is APAC to the OSHA thing? Like you have to stay on top of everything and... Be aware of what's going on with them. Do you have a say? Can you speak directly to them? Yeah, I mean, we've met with them in the past. Um, We've, but I think that the industry overall has been dealing with OSHA for like 10 years. But APAC has been dealing with them from the beginning. I mean, we've been involved. We've gone to the standards board meetings. Um, You know, FSC proposed new regulations, so we sign on to that, say that we support this. We've called the standards board members. We've, I mean, we're certainly... I always like to tell, too, I think I might have said this on the Susie show or... Susie show. um, Her episode, but, like, if you're going to do the OSHA standards, you're going to have dental dams for girl girl mm-hmm. condoms you're gonna have to have a hazardous waste basket with the entire osha rule book on set every time it, it's so well, the, the the thing is right now the standards apply to any industry where there's um, ah yes that's, that's true and it's it's there's we're trying to get a vertical standard they call it for the industry so the porn industry is very different from the medical industry. So currently the regulations are as if we're the medical industry wow. where there are sick people. Like if you do get, you know, there's blood, you need to be careful and get it off of you. Right, right. In porn, it's not the case and it keeps us from doing our job. And so we're trying to let them know that. And also the condom thing, we've had a lot of professionals um, testify against condoms, not against them, but saying there are alternative methods that are just as safe if not more safe well ass internals right con absolutely absolutely i bring that one up every time she's like oh the old ass internals (laughs) um but no i I like that you're you know people think uh, like i say a million times but i'm keeps keep saying it because i can because it's my show con show uh we're not victimized in fact you're standing up and and on behalf of the industry you and you're saying look this is some truths here at least you have a voice and we have a voice as an industry against these people it's not you can victimize us and say that we're a bunch of uh, uh, drug-laden orgy having i know i fuck every time i shoot right i see you yeah you know me <laughs> in the bathrooms of locations around the valley but uh but but you have a vo- you're, you're yeah. standing up with all the people that are hey APAC. everybody we're all gonna get late you uh and it's awesome to hear that because you could just go to work and not give a fuck, get your check, go home, put it up your nose, whatever you feel like doing, but you don't. You're, you're, you're standing strong and you're going against these, these uh, the issues. Are, I love that. I think people kind of value their, their work in the industry more than ever because 
you know, when you're back in the day, it was so easy to make money. You can come in and just make a bunch of cash and not really care. And now you actually have to work really hard to be successful. Oh, three to seven. Fan fucking tastic is all I'm saying. Wait, I'm like, what? God, I'm, I, I have <laughs> a house in uh, 2003, 2003 yeah. to 2007. God, I have a room full of money and it's getting bigger and I'm not going to clean it up. Was, yeah, now it's, it's not like that. Oh, you actually have to have a business model and care about what you're doing to do really well. And so I think people have a lot of pride in what they do now. Whereas before, I mean, people probably had pride in what they do, but now it's like even more so. And people yeah. have families. Well, the landscapes, it's more accepted. Yeah, landscape's totally different now. I mean, it's you actually, it's just like the music industry. You actually have to go out and perform mm -hmm. to make your money. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas before, Bands like Metallica could just put out Wait, an Con, album. Funny you mentioned that. Go ahead, yeah. Con. I got harassed on uh, on Twitter because I said Metallica was a bunch of pussies, and then I brought up you know it was around the Napster time, you know, which just made them pussified. You mean more. you had an opinion and people didn't like? No, your what what I the reason why I think Metallica was and are pussies is because they stopped touring and if you love your fans you keep touring but what were they doing they were putting out albums and not touring and cashing in the money but guess what happened when napster came around mm. they had to go out on tour which is the exact same thing that's happening in this industry it's like um you know you gotta you get off go, your ass. And you work have to get off. You have to get off. You have to be on your game. Mm -hmm. You have to show up on time. You have to be easy to work with. You ha and you have to do this, and then you can make your money at your exoticas and your uh, and feature dancings and well, you even know, the yeah. smaller niche um, performers who have like their clips for sale site. Yeah. I mean, they make good money. Um, Not like have, it used to be, though. Right, yeah. but they make a living, like yeah. a pretty good living off of like a basic clips for sale site because they've learned how to brand themselves yeah. and like create this little yeah, market. They, they and where have they to belong, work hard. Where, yeah, where they fit in. They're doing their own marketing. Yeah. They're, they're pushing themselves. They're out there. They're probably on the chat rooms and the chat boards and, you know, the, whatever fetish sites or whatever it is they're doing. Like you actually have to work hard. Yeah. Whereas before you just had to be pretty. And wait for the PA to show to pick you up and wake you up to go to set. <laughs> that was me. Dude. You know, like you just Woo! had to be pretty before. Yeah. Just look good on camera. God, I had to do that. I had to go get her. She has to shoot today. I mean, because now, I mean, we're, we're we've had some pretty girls in this studio. Do we call it in this garage? Studio. We've had the pretty girls in this studio that you know were five months in and. Sal and I looked at her and said, wow, this is a gorgeous girl. And then, boom, nothing because yeah. I thought it couldn't. was going to be so easy. I was like, mm. oh, my God, this is going to be so pretty or <laughs> so easy because they probably don't have a lot of pretty girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I got and I was like, there's a lot I actually, of pretty girls. I actually and I have to work think for it. that porn girls are, and I'm going to say looks wise because I understand porn is fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, what? It's not Surprise. real. I mean, they're really having sex, but that's not really how people always have sex. Oh, yeah. Fuck, all yeah. these years I've just been thrown yeah. off. So, what the fuck was my point? Thanks a lot. Uh, no, no, I actually find that um, porn girls are real pretty, whereas some of these Hollywood actresses and stuff are on screen pretty. Like, for example, I've seen Jennifer Aniston in real life, mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm, she's, I don't find her attractive. Right. 
Of course, it was getting off a flight from Hawaii, you know, like at <laughs> 4 a.m. Like, yeah. And she's like sitting there. But I remember going like, because I never watched any of the shows. And everyone was like, oh, that's Jennifer Anderson. I looked at her and I'm like, that, that's like a big Hollywood celebrity. And I'm like, she looks terrible. But you see these porn girls and what you see is what you get in real life. You know, there's some makeup and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you see every inch of them. And you know if they have cellulite on their ass. Mm-hmm. You know if they have, you know, two wide hips. Thanks, or, you know, 4K. Yeah. No, it's true, yeah. though. Like, there's only... It's not like we have... No offense to any crew. It's not like we have, like, mm. the top-tier lighting experts. Yeah. Bite or, your fucking tongue, lady. <laughs> except... No, but, I mean, take... for you, of take, course. Take, you. for example, like, Mila Kunis. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's very pretty. She's a very pretty girl, mm-hmm. right? But... If I were to see her naked, I might change some of my f- my feelings towards her, you know, <laughs> like, but these porn girls, I know exactly how pretty they are and, and, and what, what, what's, what the right. whole package is, yeah, you know? Cause I agree. Like yeah. we're more realistic on camera than mainstream is yeah. on camera. At, at least body image wise. Right. Well, know? yeah, 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 of course. Because, I mean, how many times have we seen Kim Kardashian airbrushed out on the front of a... Yeah, you can't uh, you airbrush know. pimples in a 4K porn scene. Yeah. 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 And like, it's getting worse. Yeah, you just can't. We'll be up like, to like, six pretty soon. Believe me, I've seen it on myself. I'm like, <gasps> oh my God. Oh. Why didn't and, and, that makeup artist do that? cover up that pimple on my ass? No, but even... Yeah, like they just see every mark. You, know, you have a like I have scrapes from my cat, but and you, you know, see them. I remember yeah. the other day. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. how do you see all the scratches on my? We leg? had to move your knee around the other day. Yeah, because mistaken. you can't cover that up unless you just don't show it. I I think it's really funny the the tricks that porn stars learn. They're like, okay, I got a bruise. I'm gonna go rub the shit. I'm gonna rub arnica all over my bruise, and like. Um, <laughs> Well, there's the waist cincher too. Yeah. Like if you feel a little fat. How about the boric acid thing? Oh, put. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dana and I have talked about yes. the boric acid. That's why I brought it up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just things. Sponges. sponges. Like peroxide is another yeah. one. People love the peroxide. Yeah. Douches. Like sponges. I know. I know. I know too. talent that's like. Oh, I can't re- eat red meat if I'm shooting that week. Because my skin will look bad. I'll get blotches on my skin. Well, also, yeah. if you shoot a lot of anal, you have to be aware of your diet. Yeah. Because not that you're starving yourself, but you just, you don't want to eat anything that's, you know, you want to eat pretty clean. So if no you're shooting chili like, and espresso. Yeah. Like you want to, if you're shooting like five days of anal, you're going to be eating like, I don't know, chicken and rice and like not anything. No rice. Not no rice. Nothing with color. Rice right. is white. Not real rice. Not brown rice. I love white rice. I go white. I go white every time. <laughs> okay, so let's let's go back just a bit. She <laughs> likes single Japanese guys and likes white rice. Come Do you like see. it cl- clumpy or fluffy rice? Oh. I'm going to give you a little secret here. Okay. Uh-oh. If you're into rice, okay. no one does rice better than the Persians. I'm just going to let you know. A little FYI mm. right now. Is the Persian rice kind of sticky? No, nope. okay. it's fluffy. I I do like sticky rice. It's all right. Because it's worse for you. Mm. No, this is like fluffy rice, and then they put this stuff called sumac on it. It's, mm. it's like a tree bark uh, yeah, so seasoning. Yeah. Yeah, you've had it, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah you've had Persian so, yeah. food. I just like base. Like, I love white rice and putting a little salt on it with butter. That you'll, wow. Then you will absolutely like Persian rice because they, they cover it in butter. And then they have this stuff like, so when they cook the rice, they purposely let the bottom 
kind of burn. It, it browns and becomes hard and crunchy, and it's mm-hmm. and it's called tzatzik, tzatzik, and it's like you can eat it like potato chips. So good. You didn't know that before. It's a very educational show. Yeah, I know so much now about no, rice. I'm just telling you now, no one does rice better than the Persians. So if you're ever in Glendale, okay. go to Rafi's place. Well, I they live in Pasadena, so... There you go. Okay, so go to Rafi's place. Okay. Everyone claims it's Armenian, but it's Persian. Okay. All right? So and don't be fooled when I walk up and I go, <laughs> oh my God, this is No, you, you walk up and, and everyone's speaking Farsi and... And then there's all these awards. Best Armenian restaurant in Glendale. I'm like, this is Persian. Oh, but there's a lot of Persian mis- Armenians too. Right. So, it, so it, there's some gray area. But <laughs> Christ. Gray area. Listen, I'm just letting Overlap? You know. Listen, I just wanted you to know I'm on your team. I know you like rice. You know she likes anal. I know you like anal. I know you need rice when you're doing anal. Right. Persian rice. Persian rice. Okay. Con, if you're not segueing your way into her heart right on, I don't know what I you're doing. Into her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Persian rice. Got it. Noted. Con, should we ask her about her first anal experience? Yeah. Oh, that's a fun one. So, the first time... I wouldn't I, expect it to be normal, so go ahead. Well, the first time I did anal, I, I was young. And I remember thinking... That felt weird, but I had this like I could kind of see she where someone would like it. In it. Her ass. <laughs> I could see where someone would like it. Like there was something about it where I was like, okay, but it just the weird feeling was like did too you wanna, overwhelming. Hold, this, this is did, a crazy did story. it hurt? Oh uh, no, it didn't hurt really bad. Did you want? Did you? Were you? Uh, she was trying to make the dude happy. Well, I'm no, saying, yeah. But, well, how did this? Because no, it was like, let's try it, oh, sort of thing. Oh, that's the premise. We're what yeah. position were you in? Uh, probably missionary. Missionary? Okay, that's yeah. that's, that's that's a little better than the doggy. Yeah. So so then after that, we never did it. But then years later, and I shit you not, this is exactly how Don't it went. Don't say shit in an anal story, but go shit ahead. Shit you not. <laughs> I was dating some guy, and he was like getting ready for work, and I was napping or something, and I woke up, and I had this like... <laughs> Really overwhelming urge to get fucked in my ass. And oh, it was I the, love when that urge happens, don't you, Con? It was the weirdest thing. And it happens to me still from time to time. Like, I'll wake up from napping and I want... It's really bizarre. That's I like, great. You got my number. So I um, want to get fucked in the ass. And so I said to him, I was like, I want you to fuck my ass. And he was like, what? Okay. Because he, like, right, he was like getting... He's like going to work and he's like, um, I'm going to be late, but okay. Was it the suit that turned you on? No, it wasn't even him. It had nothing to do with him. <laughs> Wow. And so he fucked me in my ass, and I had like the craziest orgasm. Askasm. So, askasm. And from then on, it was like, I'm sold. It was just so How random. Old you? How old were you? I was probably like 22. Were you a stripper? Not at this time. Not there. No. Yeah. Con, I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, we have an award show called the Naughty Awards. Uh-huh. We should do that pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we have like best what the fuck story, best, you know. And you've told your stories are far from like <laughs> fucking normal, which is awesome because like we'll segue to a story you're like, oh, I this is crazy. So and then you go in your story and it's been that way for all her stories. She may have an award winning story. Oh. Probably most likely. I would say so. I mean, <gasps> for real? For real. You know what this is? No. It's the outro. The show's over. Oh. God, that went by super fucking yeah, fast. Yeah, that was fun. We got to her first scene. <laughs> Well, we can have, as always, Chanel Preston, num- uh, episode two. Is- Did you just say Chanel Preston, number five? No, I said uh, number two episode. <laughs> okay. All right. So thank you so much, Chanel. Thank always you. awesome seeing you around the biz and you're awesome with all your advocacy work. Um, 
thank you very much for all you do outside of the industry thank as well. You. So don't forget uh, SalGenova.rocks. I am building that thing with Khan's help somewhat. And uh, I got a lot of people committed to wanting to be on the site. So I'm very excited. Uh, we'll drop all those names later. Don't forget Adam and Eve always gives you guys discount by simply putting in the promo code Sal at checkout. Go there. Check out what they have. They have tons of things. Try it out. If you saw the Boogie episode or you listened to it, get a cane. Go to Adam and Eve. Get a fucking bamboo cane. They're fantastic. I'm still on a violet wand. Yes. I, I actually went right. looking for one, but I couldn't find the one he has, so I might have to hit him up. Oh, good. Good. Uh, don't forget about Twisted Do you know what visual. violet wand is? Uh-huh. I do. Do you like them? I don't like them used on me. I use them all the time on other people. Oh, okay. sick fuck. Yeah. All right, so... <laughs> oh, let we... <laughs> Let's have yes. James and her on. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Twistedvisual.com. Don't forget to go there. Check it out. Uh, also, uh, get a hold of them and say, hey, I'm fans of the show. Like what you're doing over there. Go check that out. Twistedvisual.com. Porndirectorpodcast.com, as always, because you were there listening to this. And always, at Pod for your tweets, at Sal underscore Genoa. Facebook.com slash con.pdp. And you can search us on YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, vid.me, and give us a little review on iTunes. That always helps. And always, Vox, you sent an incredible email this week. Thank you very much for that. And everybody out there can always email Sal or Khan at PornDirectorPodcast.com. And our video feed is only $5 a month. I would want to stare at Chanel Preston for an hour and a half if I had the video feed. But I get to do it in the studio (laughs) for all of you. Khan, it was a good one, huh? It was great. Fuck, we can have her back and do more stories. Mm -hmm. It was Good Good talking porn. porn. All right. Thank you so much, Chanel. Thanks, everybody. See you next week. You can say bye. Bye. (laughs)